ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. Elmore deep, left side three, and Coming to you today from the Union Pub and Grill, 1125 4th Avenue, Huntington. It's our Monday edition. Welcome in. Uh, We're getting closer to football season. You know why? Because Dave Walsh is hanging out with me everywhere I go. I go to an event in Ashland last week. Dave Walsh is there. I'm here at the Union Pub and Grill. Dave Walsh is here. That must mean football season is here. It's it's almost here. It is. I mean, publications, I mean, Bowl picks. I mean, they've already got Marshall everywhere and everywhere. And right there behind, like almost if Boise State messes up, giving them the uh, the wannabe bowl bids. I mean, it's amazing the, op- the optimism out there compared to this time last year when we were going like, we don't know. We don't know what's going to happen. We do now. You were at basketball practice today yes. as well. There's basketball yeah. practice, exactly. 10 a.m. And school's not even in session. But they're getting ready to go to the Bahamas in August, and uh, Danny's out there. And um, I told you before we went on the air here, Jansen Williams, I saw him take a ton of threes. I think he missed one. And I thought the last part of the season he was, you know, he was a very good player for them. And some of the newcomers are very impressive as well. I can't remember all their names, but uh, Iran Bennett was one of them. He's down under 350, I understand now. So um, they're trying to get him lower. And I think he will give them something that you and I talked about a lot. It's not, not necessarily points in the paint, a presence in the paint. They had a pretty good presence I mean, in the paint. I mean, he did some nice pick and rolls today with, with Elmore. Yeah. The rim, I think, still shaking. They had a pretty good presence in the paint with, yeah. uh, with you know, the team so they, they had last year. Uh, are you on that trip? Rick mm-hmm. told me he's not going, so uh, I thought maybe he gave mm-hmm. a seat for you. No, um, Mr. Kurtner has not authorized the expense okay. report right. just yet on that. I uh, I budgeted that. <laughs> I, I turned it <laughs> in. I, I I didn't get the okay from uh, management on that for okay. some reason. I don't know. I don't know why. It's pretty neat when you think about it. Bahamas basketball. Bahamas basketball. August. Boy, times have changed. Football people never go home now, it seems like. They're up there working, uh, the, new, the quarterback in town. So it's a big buzz up there. I mean, I saw some good things today in basketball, and good things are, I think are going to happen in football. Uh, break down basketball a little bit. Give me some detail because uh, a lot of fans don't know what's going on with the new additions and the roster and what this team looks like. Uh, you know, you got Peneva gone, so are they missing Peneva? Do you see any? There were some big guys there today. Uh, I'd actually, two of the ones that really made a nice little impression were the two walk-ons from St. Joe's, Andre Murphy and uh, our Mr. Thomas from over at Fairland. They're out there. A little lefty can shoot it. Uh, Darius George. Hasn't gotten any bigger, it looked like, but he can sky. Uh, Elmore, C.J. Burks is just as is, is built, as you, as you know. Bigger? And more so. I like you're trying to do the hand maneuvers. North and south, not as I have gone okay. east and west. He's gotten taller. <laughs> yeah. He is very strong. He looks very strong. Elmore is just John. He shot one right before they finished from – had to be 40-some feet and, and do nothing but net. And he says, see, I can do it. I mean, they still talk about the one he made against Wichita. I don't know where he shot it from, but, it, you know, it was way downtown. So the, He shot it from Chesapeake <laughs> is where he shot it from. Yeah. So, the, I mean, I thought they had some size, and I liked the way – and it's only August, but not even August yet. They run. You know, the speed factor I think is going to be um, in the outcome this year. They're going to get up and down the floor. 
up and down the floor. Danny was actually working on defense some today, believe it or not. Defense. There's there's a D in D'Antoni? <laughs> a little bit of D, but also the pick and roll. And then I heard him tell somebody one time, you got to get out and guard this guy because after the layup, the second best shot in basketball is the three-pointer. As we all know, he documented many, many times last year. So they were working on that. Thundering Herd, uh, I think very fortunate to get this opportunity going to uh, Sun and Fun. That's not fair. That's not fair. Why? Um, we're stuck here. Yeah, down sun and that's fun totally and, not fair. And I'm, maybe Rick got shot down, and I know you probably tried, but um, you were not holding out hope. Uh, I didn't even try. You know why? I knew the answer already. <laughs> it wasn't even a waste of time. Right. But it's something to talk about. It definitely is. Uh, it's and, a great trip. It's great sitting here across from you. I mean, you mentioned last over national last week. That was an awesome experience. It's crazy. Wasn't I really enjoyed those guys. Were impressive. We jam packed a restaurant. Uh, Blazers oh, like last last late notice and everything, wasn't it? I uh, know we had we knew that for a few weeks. That okay. was um yeah that wasn't just like hey spur of the moment. Yeah. We well, planned that out, but we jam packed Blazers restaurant and bakery. Uh, I saw in you Ashland. had the prime parking place when I pulled in. I said, well, yeah, Swan's car. I got there early. I, I knew uh, better. There are people already lined up to to, uh, to catch the the show for yeah. Kentucky Sports Radio. Matt Jones, who has built a media empire, he really has. Uh, he has uh, he has blanketed the entire state of he Kentucky. He was all over the state last week, right? He left and went yeah. around and around. Well, right. I think the next day he was going to play golf. Yeah, in the pro am. And then around the state, the eastern part, the western part. And one thing I really picked up from that, sort of like us in a town up north here in West Virginia, the L word comes up, there's no love lost. Lexington and Louisville. There's no love lost between them. They don't like each other. That's fun, though. <laughs> it's yeah, fun. It's fun. It's fun when they acknowledge each other and then they don't like each other. It's fun. It, it's, instead of the, the indifferent attitude that uh, some have. Yeah, remember they're talking about the president's uh, salary just left was like, what, $4 million right. or something? They're going like, what did we do wrong? <laughs> I don't think you did anything wrong. And then, you know, uh, things they won't shut up, the Patino thing and the other situations. So it's crazy down there in Louisville right now. Yeah, Louisville's making it easy to make fun of. Of course, we're going to focus more on Marshall. Marshall. Definitely basketball looks like it's in shape. Uh, we got some good news for football. We're going to talk about that. We're here today also at the Union Pub and Grill, 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington. i got to remind everyone, the Monday special, it's $1.50 bottles, $2 call shots. You know that by heart right, right now, Dave, you don't a, you? You just hit a tape recorder, I think, right? Just play the tape. What's well, simple. One, One fifty bottles, $2 call shots. That's all you need to know. A little bit later, we can talk about come down for Monday Night Football, but right now, no. It's, it's the best service in town. Oh, you, it is. You got to meet Taylor, who's right. uh Who's uh, taking over for us? Uh, she handles all nice. everything I need. Famous. Hey, she'll be. Give her I'm time. trying to get Taylor on the show. Yeah, I'm going to start just talking about her <laughs> instead of uh, getting her on the show because maybe one day she'll want to walk over here and actually there you go. either speak for herself or I'm going to say something to the point where she's got to come over and defend herself. I don't know what strategy I'm going yet, but <laughs> um, you'll work on it. She takes good care of me every time I come down here, so I got to be careful because I don't want to come in. Her. But she will take good care of you if you come yeah. down on the Monday special. It's $1.50 bottles and $2 call shots. Okay, we're going to take our first break, come back. A couple of more names added to award watch list today. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. Uh, we'll talk about the West Virginia Wildcats. Uh, did not fare well against Scarlet and Gray in the basketball tournament. We'll talk about that. And we'll get your phone calls in as well. It is The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.
now, back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back, Paul Swan, your host. It is The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 at the Union Pub and Grill today. 1125 4th Avenue, our Monday special. The $1.50 bottle or the $2 call shots all day, all night. we got the best service in town. Taylor's taking good care of everyone. Of course, you know it's football season because I'm starting to build my entourage back. Yes. I don't have an off-season entourage. I have an entourage right. for, for football season, right. sort of for basketball season. Dave Walsh is with us, of course. He is here hanging out today. Well, once that basketball's there, you kind of like – on your own. You're just you were just jonesing to come and talk football today in sports. Too, yeah. You were jonesing a little bit. Things to do. But yeah, you're in the area. And uh, well, hey, at least you didn't bring Ted Wilson with you. I would have got a. I wouldn't have an opportunity. He would have left outside. He cannot get in. <laughs> Ted can't get in. No, you wouldn't have let him in. No. I just. No, he. You know what? He. He's helped. We were doing some tournament work today. Let yeah. Go with that. So that's coming up we here got soon. It done. Yeah. September 21 was great, but I like the name of the show. Dirt Drive. You I heard it. that, and I said. Hmm. But this time of day, it makes great sense. You haven't been on since we changed the name, have you? Well, I got banned. Uh, no, 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 I just switched you didn't get banned. Out. You uh, you got you got seasoned out. Seasoned out. <laughs> it's almost back. And you mentioned how's it nowadays? Two more on award list, watch list. That's what four or five yeah. guys now. I mean, we got what a couple a difference a year makes. We got a couple more uh, already. Um, the awards are coming in, at least the preseason nominations. Right. And the good news is Malik Gant, Marshall Safety, named to the Jim Thorpe Award watch list today. And Juwan Young, named to the Butkus Award watch list today. So more people are talking about the Thundering Herd. And Gant, uh, he, I think he's a serious contender because this goes to college football's best defensive back. Now, is he going to win it? I don't know. But he's definitely going to be a, a real threat for it. And also, the Butkus Award, Buckus Award honors linebackers, and I think if anybody deserves a legitimate shot at that is Jawan Young. Right. Those guys are definitely going to help anchor this Thundering Herd football team. And they, yeah, you know, and they're going to play against some people this year. They're you know you can't get well they're not playing against anybody. They're going to be playing starting week one Miami, now Eastern, and then here comes NC State, FAU. They he'll get tested quite a bit, and, and uh, if he holds up, you got to consider it. I mean, he's only doing his job. He's paid to stop people, and that's what he's doing. Yeah, you definitely want to see these guys get tested this year. And, of course, the, you know, I don't know how good Miami's going to be right off the bat. And East Kentucky, Eastern Kentucky, you know, those are going to be sort of tune-in games or tune-up games. But South Carolina, NC State, yeah, the difficulty ramps up right after Eastern Kentucky. Yeah, I noticed uh, on the herd zone today that the lower part of the tickets for the South Carolina thing, I think, are sold out. Upper ones are still available for that one. So there would be a lot of people going down to Columbia. And there's people picking – them to win the East in the SEC. So, you know, Georgia might have something to say about that. But, you know, here's a Marshall opponent picked to win the Eastern Division and what they consider one of the toughest, if not the toughest, conference in the country. If Marshall gives them a game, that is going to uh, definitely carry over. And then they've got, of course, an NC State coming in on the 22nd of September, a 7 o'clock game. That Fans love that. Finley, who's getting a lot of ink right now, very good quarterback. So the secondary and Mr. Johnson will get tested quite a bit that night. What do you think about um, where Marshall ended up in the East Division, the predicted order of finish? Uh, Florida Atlantic got 22 first-place votes. Now, this is select members of the media. Not everybody gets the vote. Right. Uh, but 22 voted for Florida, the uh, first Florida Atlantic, and then Marshall got four first-place, and that put them in second. Middle Tennessee came in third, FIU fourth, Western Kentucky fifth, Old Dominion was sixth, and Charlotte, poor Charlotte seventh. 
I feel for those guys. I, know. I like Brad Lambert. I, I, I really want him to do well. Yeah. Not beat Marshall well, but I want him to do well. Remember the last time he came here, he won. That's when I had my one-week stupor of walking around the newsroom going, we lost to Charlotte. I mean, that's all I could say. For yeah, your week. draws were kind of on the it floor. It was not good, but uh, I think he'll, they've taken steps to correct that. Yeah. But Marshall second, I, would, I could see it because the old adage, they're champions until somebody beats them. And homecoming weekend could be the first opportunity that that happens because I'm not sure they're losing any league games up until that point. Non-league games, they got to play Oklahoma and a couple of people, but league-wise, they'll be undefeated when they get here, and the house should be rocking that day. And hard to believe the last team to beat FAU, Buffalo. That's their last loss, Buffalo. Yeah, things turned around after that. <laughs> well, they, Mr. Singletary was pretty much handed to him and get out of the way, and you saw what happened. I don't like this. I don't like the schedule the way it's stacked. I just don't because Marshall's got to take on in the bottom half of the schedule Southern Miss, which is a good game. I always uh, want to see Marshall play Southern Miss. They'll be playing them forever more probably. They even need on the other to side because that's that's the marquee game, Marshall Southern Miss. They need to play each other. Right. Charlotte is going to be maybe a uh, not an inconsequential game of sorts. UTSA. I like UTSA though. I put them. They owed them after last year. Yeah, and then FIU. Uh, it's at FIU on the 24th November. But you start out with Western Kentucky on the road. That's pretty much uh, your biggest Conference USA rival. Right and then, the then you got Middle Tennessee, probably your second biggest Conference USA rival at the moment in football. Old Dominion, okay, I don't know where to put them just yet as far as the rivalry aspect. But then Florida Atlantic has become everybody's uh, go-to team right. to go after. Southern Miss makes perfect sense as a, a game that needs to be on Marshall's schedule every year. And then Charlotte, UTSA. UTSA has some potential, though. Yeah. Those guys, um, that's a good team. I really thought had that. first-round draft pick off that team last year. Yeah, I really thought that them getting picked uh, fifth in the West Division, I don't know. I don't know about I that. I, I mean, look at the West, though. North Texas, Louisiana Tech, UAB, then Southern Miss. Right. And UTSA. And you look at that and you think, well, how do you argue with that at the same time? Well, don't sleep on UTSA. No, do no. not. No, don't sleep on them. But uh, you can't really complain, complain because the other four, La Tech, Southern Miss, we know how they are. Uh, eight wins, I think, last year. North Texas, all I hear is that quarterback. Their quarterback, uh, I think Mason Fine or whatever. That's all you hear talk about uh, there. Although their last two games against uh, FAU did not go very well. I'd almost be tempted to put uh, Tech below UAB. I'll get North Texas, maybe UAB. Yeah. And then uh, UAB, reading some stuff, had a lot of people back, and they came out of nowhere last year. Remember, they were ready to give up football, and then they come back and get eight wins, go to a ball, and this guy was elected mayor or governor of Alabama, I believe. I know that would never happen ever. Saban probably elected mayor of Birmingham. Saban's not going to be outvoted by anything. No, but still, <laughs> Birmingham, sure. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I think they have a new facility coming along pretty well. I think their on-campus place is close. And that's great for them. Yeah. And the problem there is, though, they kind of overestimated what kind of revenue is going to be coming in. That makes some cuts recently. Did you? I know. The one gentleman was hired as like SID. Yeah, and got basketball. Got new. the job came and boom. I mean, he and whoa. I mean, a lot of an AD, assistant AD, and softball coach, whatever, got the you know got the walking papers. And she was popular. I don't know I how. Loved her. I don't know how popular she was, but imagine. 
you put Shonda Stanton, who was uh, one of the most beloved coaches yeah. here at Marshall, in that position and then eliminate her position. <laughs> Say bye. Not, not she moved on <laughs> and she got a different job, which was maybe a better position for right. her and her family, that you just said, hey, thanks, we can't afford you anymore. Can't afford you anymore. How much turmoil would that have caused? That would have been a lot of an uproar. I don't know how much – I have not read or how much uproar that caused down in Alabama. I'm sure there are a lot of people. But a lot of people, you know, think, wait a minute. We brought football back, and this is our this is our reward, getting rid of all this. And and the uh, AD is going like, dude, we got bills to pay, and, you know, we're not selling 80,000 football tickets a game to cover bills. So this it is what it is. You got to sell those tickets. Tickets are important. That's why I'm pushing for this uh, new uh, surge of lower concessions. I'm pushing for that to happen more. I want to see that happen in Marshall. I don't oh. know the financials over there. So I'm just wanting something. Oh. You know, a season ticket. Ninety-nine as low as ninety-nine dollars. That's not bad. No, the it's mini, not terrible. The mini plan, ninety-nine, and you can pick, and you can. It's not like well, you get a mini plan, but you can't pick NC State. Yeah, exactly. You can't pick FAU. You can, and that's so good. That, I mean, you get three. Do something like yeah. you said all last year. You got to get them in the house. And I think lower concession prices. Uh, I think more people will either spend more at the concession stand, or you might attract a few more people that think, okay. I go to the football game. I've got to bring the family. You know, we're going to be pretty miserable there. You know, maybe we'll be better off to uh, not go as many games. And watch it on TV. And watch it on TV. <laughs> By the way, uh, if you, um, you're you going to have to pay 5 bucks or 6 bucks to watch I it on TV you anyway. See the, but when you go up to the beer counter or the, you know, it gets, and you see beer like $6, $7. Yeah. Nah, I'm certainly I'm not, good. That, I'm not that thirsty all of a sudden. I'm good, but the ESPN Plus will carry the first two herd games. Of course, the first game's going to be the road game, so we won't watch that. Going to have to drop down a few extra bucks to get the ESPN Plus. The second game on ESPN Plus will be the Marshall Eastern Kentucky game. That makes sense. And then the Charlotte game, that's a home game, so that's going to be on ESPN Plus. Doesn't hurt the home fans as much. Uh, I know a lot of people will probably come to places here like the Union Pub and Grill, watch that first game because Herbie will have the game. Oh, they all have. Um, And that's going to be a boon for a lot of people because there's going to be a lot of fans who just like, you know, I'm not going to drop the five bucks, but I'll come spend 25, 30 in ribs (laughs) and wings. And that'll be the curiosity of those first two games because Brady, the award runners, nominations and stuff. But the question mark this year, is it quarterback? Is it really a question mark? I don't think it's a question mark, but he hasn't taken a snap yet here. I mean, if he doesn't emerge number one, I'll be shocked, but he has yet to take a snap. I think they're going to be fine in talking to Cramsey and some other people, but... As Doc said the other day, potential is one thing, production is something else, and we got to have production. Potential doesn't win games, production does. That's I a, think you'll be fine, though. I really do. That's a Doc Holiday quote I want to put <laughs> on a motivational poster. Locker rooms and everything. I'm else. serious. I know. That was a good quote I from him. That and I said, well, it makes sense. That's a really good. That's one of those uh, you, like, can, well, you can pull that out 20 years from now. That's right. Well, Dave's got great potential. Well, you said that how many times? How much production have you got? Nah, not so much. So. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I'll give him credit. Doc will come sometimes just drop something. You're like, I'm gonna put that on a poster. Yeah, I'm gonna steal that from him, put it on a I poster. How much room was in Dallas? Because uh, you know, Conference USA there, and I think the Big 12's media days were in Dallas at the same time. So, how do they coexist down there? Well, I'm, I'm <laughs> thinking they're maybe hoping that they'll get a little spillover. They got yeah. one reporter embedded for the Big 12, and maybe they'll uh, throw a little uh, bone to Conference USA. Yeah, well, I mean. Marshall's picked to finish runner-up in their division. And I'd the Mountaineers are picked to finish runner-up in their league. I'd be almost uh, tempted to um, hold my Conference USA Media Days in Bristol, Connecticut. 
just, just hold it in Bristol. Make it go. easy for everyone at ESPN to get to you. Exactly. That's because all you I need. Mean, they do that, and you think, we're over here, and you look, there's Dallas, and I'm going like, how many people are really going to go? No. How, how many people are going to in many of these? You have to, right now, be a major conference with publications that have money to spend to make these trips. I mean, what is it? The, which New York paper got hit today? Was it the, the Post? The, post. The Post lost. No, it was the Post or Daily News. One the, of those. Yeah, I think it's the Daily which News. Which a tabloid? Daily um, News? I think the Daily News. They got their staff, like, cut in half. And a lot of that came from sports. Yeah. Well, two of the big wheels, like the CEO and somebody else, were like, there's the door. You know, and then the other, and they mentioned another story right below, right above that one was Nationwide. Yep. And I know this, but, um, the newspapers in general are just taking hits right and left, not only in the print side, the digital side. You know, I'll say this, uh, at least when I uh, when I was with another media company and they, uh, they introduced me to the uh, wonderful world of the home version. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they didn't perp walk me. Uh, yeah, I didn't get perp walked the way I think the, uh, the staff of the New York Daily News got yeah. perp walked. Yeah, like, hey, mean, there's the door. Thanks. That's right. Yeah. And it just makes you wonder sometimes. Uh, uh, but, that, you know, it is what it is, 2018. You're a newspaper guy. Why can't newspapers translate their greatest strength into this new digital age? Why can't they? I don't know. We, we relate, I know this, we were latecomers to the digital game. The Internet and things of that right. nature. We're, we're playing catch-up and stuff. But even the digital side, the Daily News and some other papers are not doing what they thought they would do. Because I guess... There are so many places to find. I mean, even though we're digital, you know, say, for example, we didn't have a print, but you go there and call up the Herald-Dispatch right. and read it. There might be, like, ten other places somebody can go to quicker to find out what they want to find out. Right. So, you know, you're up, it's competition, and you, you've got to give them something. Just like I used to say with the hockey team when they were here and if they get baseball and stuff, you got to give them a reason to go there. What can, you know, your, your radio station – Mike and him do a great job. They give them so many reasons to go there. Right. And that's all you give us a try is all we're asking. And then when they do it, things are working out pretty good. I mean, you're here. I'm on my verge of being back. So, <laughs> hey, I mean, Mike's, Mike, knows, Mike knows what the field's playing level feels like. Hey. And he's working. He knows how to handle it. Radio's taking a hit as well right. over the, you know, television I think is taking a big hit uh, nationally with the, the sports scene. Uh, oh, local ESPN, how many they get rid of? Oh, yeah, oh, a lot. Two rounds of cuts. At it? least. Yeah. It's uh, it's very difficult to uh, in this day and age. And of course, if somebody's cutting, where do they cut? They look at the sports department. They always look at the sports department for some reason. Mm -hmm. And I wonder how many people tuned in or uh, watched any content from the New York Daily News, um, and how much of that was actually people just watching and reading all their video and everything else with sports. Yeah. And then you look at like uh, so many people that used to work in print. Are gone now. I mean, or they're Michael working Wilbon, the websites. Tony Kornheiser, Michael Wilbon's one of the top voices when when the NBA's on television. He's everywhere. You know, no longer is he this. He's got a face. And when I was with you the other day in Ashland, I said, the written word is nice. Don't get me wrong. It, it'd been well for 40 plus years. But dude, those gentlemen with that KSP radio, spoken word goes a long way. What a network they've got. And like you mentioned, they are loved. They are loved. We're here today at the Union Pub and Grill. Every Monday, they've got a special you just cannot turn down. You can come in and get a $1.50 bottle or a $2 call shot, and they're going to be doing that all day and all night. They do it every Monday. So after work, this is a great place to come and unwind down because the work week is so tough on Monday.
Monday. Not the rest of the week. I can handle the rest of the week. It's Monday. I can, I can tell you, you. You would come in and go like, must be Monday. It's Monday. He's dragging. It's Monday. Dra- and he's, you would have to go back. And you weren't done. Oh, that's starting back up here soon. You still had, you know what, and you know what to go. So that, that's uh, still that's still that's coming up soon. Okay. You know, we'll, me and we'll my go. me we'll and my uh, me and my monthly uh, weekly yeah. uh, hangout with. So uh, pretty soon, uh, but for now, once you finish today, I guess the equipment goes up and you can let your hair down for a while. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. I'm good. I'll be good. All right, quick timeout. We'll come back, and uh, we'll get your phone calls in. We'll look at uh, what happened over the weekend, the West Virginia Wildcats. Um, they ran into a, a buzzsaw with Scarlet and Gray. That's an Ohio State University team. And the big one, the basketball tournament. You know what this thing is, the basketball tournament? Are you familiar with it, Dave? I watched some of, I watched watched some of that. What's his name, Jimmer Fredette? Team was he one of them? They're in one of the sectionals. They're playing in Columbus. They're playing some of them in Columbus. Yeah, they get after it. Yeah, it's they a big get deal. After it. One guy was shooting lights out, and he said he was 39 years. He's on Jimmer's team, 39 years old, and he was playing like he was 19. We'll talk about that, and when we continue, it's the drive. ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. On the drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We've got this motor cage running today here at the Union Pub and Grill. $1.50. $1.50 for a bottle. $2 for call shots. Pulse One, Dave Walsh with us. My entourage is back here hanging out for a little while. Slowly building up. You're you're jonesing for some football, I can see. I I understand that. I was sitting here talking about football. Yes. Think about this time last year we're going, okay, Chase Litton is back. Who's he going to throw it to? Who's he going to hand it to? Who's going to block for him? Now this year they know who they can throw it to. They know who they can hand it to. They know who's going to block, but who's going to be the one calling the shots? Look at it this way. The transfer, and I think it's going to work out. But what a, it's crazy. And it, what a difference. Defensively, they were wondering what's going to happen after they couldn't stop anybody. And then last year, they were never out of a game. Never out of a game. Well, because you've got that offensive line coming back. You've got Tyler yeah. King coming back. You've got uh, yeah. Will Almer coming back. Jordan Dowry's coming back. Yeah. Levi Brown's back. Alex Millette's back. I think Levi's on one of those lists, didn't he? Uh, Levi is on the Remington Trophy yeah. list. You've got uh, Tyree Brady on the Bolitnikoff Award list. You've got Levi on the Remington. You've got Malik on the Jim Thorpe Award. And, right. of course, as the Budkiss Award was announced today, Juwan Young is there. He's back. Um, Athlon put Brady, um, they put uh, Matt Beardall, um, they put him as well as Malik Gant and Chase Hancock on their Conference USA first team. They also put uh, Ryan B on their second team. Uh, Keon Davis made their second right. team. Chris Jackson made their second team as well. How about the Conference USA uh, awards not having any place for Ryan B? Was that's that criminal? That was criminal. I'm sure that's on the wall, and I'm sure Bron- Ryan has taken that personally. I would. And when it's all said and done, he's going to go, uh, like that one commercial, how do you like me now? But the big losses are really Chase Litton. I mean, you're losing Litton and you're losing Yurchek. Um, You're losing Blake Keller. C.J. Rivas, no longer there. Rodney Allen, no longer there. Carvedic. Kicking. Yeah. Haile Foster, no longer there. Mm -hmm. But you've got so many guys coming back on defense. You've got so many guys coming back on offense. That's like, what, 18 between them? Something like that? I, Almost I, I haven't between, done the quick math like here. Nine and nine, and so like Doc's gonna like don't need, he doesn't need to put like the movie. He doesn't need to put tape on the helmets now. He knows who they are. 
I'm going to say 18 or 19, just, like uh, just by quick glancing at that. you got to find a kicker. Count. Yeah. Because Vedvik was worth his weight in goal last year. I'm, I'm, not this, I'm not concerned that, that spot, though, because you can find a kicker. They'll do it. You can find a kicker. The big question mark will be when they go to Oxford is the transfer, graduate transfer, how he steps in. Because big things, he, he can't. Phil Sims is already, you know, in love with him and everything. So you got to think. Well, Phil was pretty good. And Phil, Phil was decent. So you know, if he's getting recommendations by Phil, but you know, expectations are high. But Doc's going to go to that in a quarter. Get your coffee. We got to. We got to do it. We got to get there and do it. And um, saw what they ran in the spring. And I'm envisioning with this guy on board. It's going to be fun to watch. I've got the. Uh, I know Doc doesn't like to get ahead of things. No. Okay. FAU. Marshall halftime. Forty-eight. 48 halftime score. <laughs> That's your prediction right now, 48-48? Yeah, yeah, I mean, they're going to go up and down the field. He's got to find a quarterback, too, but he's got two transfers from D1 big-time programs that, that are going to step in So uh, down there at Lane, Lane Man. So uh, something like that. I mean, this that will be an interesting game. And uh, NC State's going to be big. Ryan Finley, the quarterback, getting a lot of preseason accolades. Uh, so I'm sure the Marshall defense that day, especially the secondary, will be going like, okay, let's see what you got. Let's see what you got. We're here at the Union Pub and Grill. Every Monday you can come join us here at the Union Pub and Grill. The Monday special, of course, to help you wind down after work, the $1.50 bottle and $2 call shots. And, of course, the way to find the place is just hop in the car and get down to 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington, Union Pub and Grill. So – Basketball is still a thing right now. Of course, Dan D'Antoni's getting the workout with his kids, right. getting them ready for uh, this Bahamas. awful, dreadful trip he's got to take his team on. Somebody's got to how, how do we not get on that trip? I don't know. But, you know, in watching him today doing the work, you think, this guy's what, 72 or 3 years old, and he's not acting his age on the floor. The way he gets out there and interacts. A couple times they came down the floor, and I don't think they were – Doing what he wanted them to do. And <laughs> no, quickly stop the action and says, gentlemen, we're not going to get past the first round if you don't play excited, if you don't get after it as soon as you start down the floor. If you don't, we're going to exit early again. So he's laying it down to him right now. It's like, okay, we made it. We won a game. That's not good enough. We want to win two. We want to win three. But if you play like this, we're not even going to get there to play one. He's getting, um, he's getting a lot of added value in this uh, trip. And the schedule, we were talking, that's a big topic where they like the last four games is 1v2, whatever. Yeah, you get the five games um, that they're going to have to play. It's a pod. Yeah. And so they'll be hopefully in that first group of five. Right. That's where they want to be. So that means their seed will be no lower than five. They can go anywhere from a five to a one, however those games shake out those last few weeks. And it's innovative. It's very innovative from Conference USA. I don't know if it's ultimately going to help because you, know, you could be a team that has to play. You could be number five and play the best four, and then right. you get pounded. Or you could be in the middle of the pack. You may lose some ground. Who knows? Yeah. But it's there to help with the RPI. But is the committee really going to go, oh, wow, hey, Marshall beat Western Kentucky and Middle Tennessee at the last uh, possible minute in this conference? Normally you'd have played them twice anyway, home yeah. and away. Uh, you're going to play Western Kentucky two times. You're possibly going to see them three if they're in that uh, upper echelon with you or if you're in whatever pod whatever that pod. they're in. <laughs> whatever podcast. So you could see Western Kentucky four times this year potentially. You know, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm down with that. Something, but we were talking about that today, and we've kicked around the idea. 
when it's all said and done, I think personally you could better win a certain game on a Saturday in March or it's not going to happen. I hope this would be a one-bid league no longer, but after what happened in the middle last year, it makes you wonder. And just juggling things around, they're trying, but are you going to take the ninth-place team out of the ACC or the runner-up in Conference USA? You're going to take the ninth-place right. team. I mean, because uh, for some reason like – the you ACC, you've got to play your way out. It's yeah. like high school football and AAA playoffs. You've got to play your way out of it to not get in. So. I would think that you would take the best teams available. Right. And you, would I, think. you don't look at the conference affiliation. Yeah. But unfortunately, that, that plays a factor. Yeah, but I like the way Danny put it. He said, you know, he blew the. He said, Guys, we don't get past the first round if you don't play excited, if you don't play with intensity. No lollygagging down the floor, taking a blow. That's not going to cut it. Well, they can't sit there and start believing the press. No. Because they, can't they what we write and say. <laughs> yeah, don't believe anything, you know. You can believe what I say. That's right. Yeah, that's gospel. You can believe what I say. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and Paul. Yeah, you exactly. <laughs> right. You know. can you can believe that. So basketball is still in swing, and of course the basketball tournament is going on now. And unfortunately, West Virginia got oh. knocked out. That was uh, fun to watch too. Scarlet and Gray, the Ohio State squad. Right. Of all things, it, it was the Ohio State. <laughs> yeah. In Columbus, really. I mean, they had a chance. Yeah. <laughs> West Virginia won their first game, so right. they, they, they ended up 1-1. One one. They weren't uh, a one-and-done team here in this thing, right. but uh, they lost 99-68. It's um, you know, made up of former Marshall players and there's some West Virginia yeah. you know, state players as well in this. has the $2 million yes. pot at the end of the this rainbow. This is the two minute, yeah, $2 million pot at the end of the rainbow. Um, Ott Elmore um, was able to – yeah, you have to lobby to get in here. You yeah. – I mean, for a lot of these spots, you got to lobby to get in here, or you know, I think you there's there's some way to pay to get in, but uh, <laughs> you you had yeah. to lobby and they got in. Yeah, they got in, and, and at least you get a chance. That's all you ask is a chance. They got it, didn't work out, but I watched some of that and I said, you're watching guys that are like didn't we just watch them right. not that long ago? I mean, a guy that's 39 years old playing like he's 19, but for 10 million dollars. And little Ben Gay, let's go. I just hated watching that game because uh, some of these guys, I was, ooh. You see Ryan Taylor just got pushed, pushed around. I didn't see Ryan Taylor get pushed around in a while. That, uh, that, was, that was hard. That was hard to, to, to well, that watch like that. A, it seems like a different level of play sometimes, you know. Uh, well, some of these guys are former NBA right. players. And no offense to Ryan Taylor, but he never made it to that next level. Huh. And so you get guys who are just, you know, playing formerly at that next level. They might not have lasted long in the NBA. But they got a taste. They got up there. They were NBA players for a while, so they are a different caliber of player. Right. And there are some players in here that are, you know, done with their NBA career. They're just doing this for fun now. Yeah, because you think back to when Marshall played West Virginia in the tournament. Mm-hmm. Elmore went in for the layup. They still talk about it. And I forget the player who pretty much laid him out under the basket, and there was no call. And everybody's up, and I'm going, welcome to the real world. This is the way it is here, folks. And you mentioned like that. Ryan Taylor getting usually the other way around, and then he's getting shoved around. Yeah. Bad. And it's just like that's a whole that's a whole different level. I mean, but the, in his defense, though, um, he's, um, he's doing okay. He's playing in Iceland right now. So he was doing okay for this thing. Um, making money. Yeah. And he's getting to do what he likes to do, play basketball. That's There's an thing. avenue somewhere. Yeah, that's the thing. Interesting to see how Panama, when it's all said and done, where he winds up. These guys are playing basketball now. Uh, C.B. Browning, who was on this thing, he's uh, he's playing hungry. 
So these guys are playing. These guys are getting uh, an opportunity to continue playing basketball. Um, I hope that Penova gets his dream of getting to play in the NBA. But I think he would have been better served to stick around one more year. That's one I'd hoped. That's what. Because the other two did. Yeah, well, if anybody was ready to go, compared to all the three, I think Elmore was the most ready. And he decided, I'm staying. He made the right decision in my mind. He's staying, yeah. I agree. Yeah, and CJ's wasn't going as well. I think CJ's doing the same thing Elmore was doing. It's like go get evaluated, see what you need to work out, you know, with play with some high-level talent, you know, kind of get a feel for what you need to work on, come back. And I think Elmore became a better player. I think CJ was going to become a better player. It'll, it'll pay off this year. I just hope those guys got bigger and stronger. Yeah. You saw them today. We, they, did they look? CJ looked. Elmore, I think, will never change. But CJ looked like um, he can still bomb it from outside. He'll be able to take you down low and and not if he gets pushed, push back. So uh, um, and one I really like was uh, I ran the big guy Bennett. inside. I ran Bennett. I was just thinking. He's still tipping the scales a little too heavily, but I'm, they're working on that. But I just think, like, him and John worked a couple pick and rolls, and I swear, Paul, when I left, the rim was still shaking on, on that. And Danny was, if it wasn't done exactly right, toot the whistle and ran this way. John, I mean, John's fifth year, but he's not above getting yelled at. Danny, if it's not done the right way, Danny will let you know regardless of who you are, first through 15. He's the type of guy that, you know, you, you love playing for him yeah. at the same time. Yeah. You know not to um, mess up. He's, but everything is done in such a constructive purpose. He's not in your face, tearing you down. It's just like when he gets done with you, you'll get the message. But you know what? From that point on, you'll be better. You will be better. Or somebody will take your place. <laughs> so what do you think? People are more excited for basketball or football? I think there's a buzz in football right now. It's hard to think basketball right now with the time and everything. There will be a buzz, and it's amazing how many people were there today. But I think the buzz in football because of the watch list and all these people on the watch list and things of that nature. And, um, you know, Miami, the first game, we can relive that one again and things of that nature. And and if the quarterback pans out, it it could be some points on the board. And then the defense, a different guy calling the shots, a coordinator, but the same people. And I think uh, they, they know they've got to keep it up. They just can't live off what happened last year. They've got, to, they've got to take it another step. We are here at the Union Pub and Grill, 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington. We're going to wrap it up when we continue. Quick timeout, come back, and we'll call this show a complete show when we continue here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Some of the best times you You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Time to wrap this one up. We're here at the Union Pub and Grill every Monday at 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington. This place was hopping over the weekend. They were watching the basketball tournament. They were watching, of course, some golf action over the weekend. Since it started at 1.30 in the morning. I watched (laughs) I watched the final day. I watched oh, yeah. a little bit of that. Well, Tiger was Well, there, there was Tiger, and it was like in one swing you could go from first to fifth. Yeah. 
and things of that nature and say what you want to. Ratings Tiger, are up. Tiger drives the market. Ratings Tiger are up. Drive, exactly. People tuned in for that. They yeah. wanted to see Tiger. Yeah, and he was next to, what, two groups from the end, so it's not like he got done three hours ahead of everybody else and you could change the channel. No. And then, what, eight holes to go, he's leading? Yeah, he was close for a while. They had the buzz. They had the buzz. And then he blazed one over the over the over the over well, the green. Bogey, what, how many times? Did he yeah. But he hit that flyer out of the rough, went over the green, hit the guy, gave him his glove. Pretty nice gesture like that. But uh, no, he he drives ratings when he's there. People are watching. And and if he's a factor, it makes it even better. That was some jerk. What cheering his eight during his swing of the 18th. <laughs> uh, but he handled. You know, I think in years past he might have gone after the guy. But he, he kind of sets it, but he but it ends up the drive is perfect, perfect. But no, that was um, and they were trying to and then and then I was reading a story about when Xander um, Shoffley was trying to chip on 17, he missed the green and the baby and his mom in the background making the noise and they showed her and she's like suggest she might want to back up a little bit. Yeah, I mean he's trying. Yeah, he, he actually backed oh, oh. off one time because he the girl the little girl let out a couple of screams. I, and I understand, joked, but I understand um, you want to bring your your, your child to the, the the course, but don't. But he even backed off and laughed a little bit. But at the same time, uh, I was thinking somebody's going to say something about that one. And thanks to golf, I stayed and tuned in to the uh, the rugby seven World said that Cup. Was good. Oh, I enjoyed that. I'm I am now a full fledged. <laughs> I'm sold, man. <laughs> Because this was high-level rugby that was being played. This was really good rugby. United States finished sixth. They um, they lost the fifth-place game. New Zealand, uh, New Zealand, the All Black. What country's the power? New order? Zealand. New Zealand. Fiji. England was there. England's good. Fiji. Fiji. Whoa. Okay. F- Fiji. Oh, they they were they were some big boys. I'm upset that uh, I don't see more rugby coverage on Sports Center. <laughs> Oh, New Zealand's really good. Yeah. Their women and their men won the, uh, the the cup. Good stuff. For Dave Walsh, I'm Paul Swan. Yeah. This has been The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Good night. W227BS Huntington. ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Huntington Sports Station.